Hi, I'm June Sarpong and welcome to Championing Women's Voices, the podcast from NatWest sharing stories of incredible women and their work. In this series, I'm speaking to guests from all walks of life, business, sport, entertainment and activism to discuss strategies for success, whatever that means, and to learn how we can inspire and support one another. Across the world of work, women's voices are underrepresented. They make up less than a quarter of the UK workforce in industries involving science, technology, engineering and medicine. Meanwhile, just over 10% of sports on TV is dedicated to women. Today, I'm meeting two guests who are bucking that trend. They have succeeded and continue to thrive in their male-dominated industries. They are Grace Vella, the founder of Miss Kick, whose goal is to see what I did there, whose goal is to create a world where every girl has the opportunity to feel inspired and benefit from football. Hello, Grace. Hi there. How are you? I'm really well, thank you. Welcome to the show. Thanks. And I'm also joined by Jane LeBlonde, the founder of Mothership Brewery, an all-female brewery that champions women in craft beer. Hi, Jane. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Nice to have you here. Cheers. Though you are uh, currently pregnant, so you're not drinking much beer yourself at the moment, are you? No, I'm not. It's a slightly <laughs> strange position to be in. <laughs> so let's start with you first, Jane. Um, so Mothership recently won Raise the Bar, the annual industry spotlight on the most exciting up-and-coming new breweries. Now, this was just after a couple of months in business, so can you tell me what it felt like to get that? It was amazing. It was very unexpected. But yeah, it was great to be recognised in that way. And I feel it's a real, actually a real testament to the industry that they believed in our message from the start. So what does an award like that mean for a new business like yours? Does it actually make a difference? It made a huge difference to us, yeah. The main difference being the brand awareness that we got. So part of the award was that we got to take part in beer festivals all over the country. Okay. So we were in Edinburgh, Bristol, Birmingham and Big London Craft Beer Festival. As well as that, we had our beer included in a Beer 52 subscription box, which has 60,000 subscribers. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it was huge for us. Brilliant. And, and that presumably helps with distribution as well. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so where did the idea come from? Well, I've been a lifelong home brewer after working for a few years as a winemaking assistant when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And when I had children... I guess I, I spent a lot of time on Instagram, as people with babies do. And I was really fascinated, actually, by the concept of the, the kind of insta-mum and the, the mumtrepreneur. It was less about what they were doing and more about the support that they received from other women, the kind of solidarity and the sisterhood. I found that really powerful. Hmm. And it was something that I really believed in and that I wanted to be part of. Right. And you thought, well, here are two passions of mine. I've been brewing my whole life, more or less. And I see this sort of growing phenomenon of uh, female or mother entrepreneurs, it were. And you thought, let me combine the two, basically. Exactly. And here we have mothership. Here we do. It's a great name. (laughs) (laughs) So, Grace, let's talk about you. So you you are only 22, is that right? Yeah, I turned 23, just gone. Oh yeah. my God, you're so, <laughs> I'm so old. I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> and so you grew up playing football. Yes, yeah, football was my passion and, and just what I love to do from as early as I can remember. Really? Yeah, yeah. And so who got you into footy? Where I live at home now, we back onto like a massive football pitch. So I remember I used to just sit there and watch the boys play and be like, I really want to do that. And I think my dad was 
big influence as well. He And he was like, why not? Like, come on, Grace, get, get your boots on. We're going down on the field. Yeah. And so were you one of the only girls playing with all the boys? Yeah, literally growing up in primary school. Like, I literally used to tie elastic bands around my school shoes and go out and just play football with the boys. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> honestly, that was me. I was like the footballer or like the football camps and things that I went to. I was the only girl. Fantastic. Yeah. So as as well as having your own football career, yeah. you then decided to set up this business. Yeah. So what was that process like? It was more like a reflection of what I might have wanted when I was younger. And growing up playing football, I always felt like being girl put me at a disadvantage. I was sick of it. And I thought I want to do something to try and change that for all the young girls growing up today. So I had this idea, I thought, right, I'm going to make some T-shirts and put some slogans on them. Mm. And, and my dad organises this big football tournament every year. And I thought, right, this is a perfect opportunity to test it out. So I had a little pop-up stall, had a few T-shirts, and we literally sold out. And I was like, wow, like this actually could be a really decent idea. Yeah. And it's just snowballed from there on. Because I love your logo. Thank it's very you. cool, isn't Thank it? You. Yeah. Did you design that yourself? Yeah, yeah. It's very cool. So how do you juggle it all? Because obviously whenever we're talking about working mums, we say, you know, how do you juggle it all? How do you have a business and raise kids at the same time? But you kind of have businesses that are also your kids in a yeah. way because you've got the foundation, yeah. the academy, yeah. as well as the clothes business. Yeah. How do you <laughs> juggle? And you're 23, may I say. How do you juggle um, all that? I think I think because I've played football at a high level, I've always had to be good at juggling, you know, with school and, and things like that. So I think it is a skill. It is hard, but very much what the foundation in the academy and Miss Kick, I just see it as one thing. Although it's three separate sort of businesses, it's, they all sort of tie in together. And I think it's just about prioritising things at certain times and know when to dedicate time to developing the coaching or, or the mm. brand. And, and yeah, just being really, I'm really organised. I write lists and write things down in times I want to do it. It's, yeah. Yeah, you just get it done. Yeah. Brilliant. So, Jane, so you've talked about the fact that being a new parent is what inspired you to, to set up Mothership and, and almost, in a way, allowed you to take ownership of your life in terms of running your own business and being able to manage your own time. So do you think the fact that you do have an all-female team, are, are the rest of them mothers too or just you? Um, one, one other. One other. Yeah. Do you think that that makes your business any different from your sort of generic brewery? Yeah, definitely. We, we probably work a lot less hours. <laughs> than, than <laughs> But harder, more effective the we hours are, you do work. We are absolutely, we're very, very efficient. And I think that's, you know, for any mum who's struggling to have a job and pick up kids from school mm. and look after babies and things like that it's um you have to be efficient and use the time that you have really well yeah um so yeah we absolutely do that we are all very passionate about, yeah. about our product and yeah. about what we do do you think that that feminine touch also impacts the way the product is designed does it impact that side of things too i think that we we really believe that diversity breeds creativity so mm. when you bring different backgrounds and experiences together you get you know new different extraordinary yeah and results. new ways of doing things yeah, yeah absolutely so yeah by being one of the few all-female breweries we hope that we have a, a, a different kind of output brilliant okay yeah. so grace you are working to banish stereotypes yes. in football yes. and when we look at the statistics you know it is quite shocking in the sense that only seven percent of media coverage in terms of sports media coverage goes mm -hmm. to women-related sports. Mm -hmm. 
that's quite shocking. It is. In 2020. It is definitely. And I think we've come so far as well. It's been a lot worse. Yeah, especially actually. when I, Yeah, it has been a lot worse. I, when I was little, I didn't know a player who played for England. I couldn't aspire to be a female footballer because they weren't there. They weren't in the media. Mm. I had to sort of get my role models from men and... And we have come a long way and I think we're going in the right direction. But like you said, there's still a long, long way to go before we're... Still a long way to go. We reach equality. What do you think the stereotypes are? What are the stereotypes that you want to banish? Yeah, I, I think for me, it's around football being a boys sport. I think people still see it as quite masculine thing to do. I didn't want girls to feel put off at all by that. I want them to think that football is a sport for them. So that's sort of the main one, yeah. 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 That anyone can do it. Yeah, literally anyone, any walk person from any walk in life can go and enjoy football, whether you want to play professionally or you just want to kick about with your mates. I want girls to feel comfortable and, and that's what Miss Kicks about. Fantastic. So Jane, talking about stereotypes, in a way you're doing the same in your industry. Are you, do you think, changing the idea of what someone that owns a beer brand looks like or is, in the sense that we always tend to think of sort of Blokes from Hoxton mm. with beards <laughs> and lumberjack <laughs> shirts, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. Our aim is for our beer to appeal to everyone. And the reason being that the more female beer drinkers there are, the more women who are going to be interested in the industry and wanting mm. to come and work in the industry. And then it's that full cycle of then having more diversity, yeah. more creativity, better products, the industry grows. We really believe that by... Being different, we stand out and, yeah. and encourage more people to um, become involved. Fantastic. Do you market the product differently? Um, we aim to educate through our marketing. So we publish tasting notes on all our beers. We publish the, all the recipes for all our beers at mm. homebrew scale. Okay. Um, so we don't intend to be exclusive to people who know about beer, but want to try to help people understand yeah. that there's a beer for everybody. Yes. And that it's not just you yeah. You know, don't have to be a connoisseur. Lager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So let's talk about the fact that the industries that you're both in are exceedingly male dominated. Why do you think, Grace, women have been to date excluded from sports? I think that's just a thing that men tended to do back in the day, and I think that's probably pushed on this perception that it is sort of for boys. I think that's why it's sort of gone down that route. Yeah, I get it. In that it's historically, it's been a male activity. Yeah, yeah. So therefore, even as women, we've gotten used to watching men do it yeah. rather than watching ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I think in terms of trying to improve it and get rid of them stereotypes, I think we need to have the media involved and we need to especially push like girls coming through now that sports are available and mm. it isn't just for boys. Well, the good thing is that actually, you know, where sports are concerned, some sports are better than others yeah. in the sense that, you know, we now celebrate female tennis champions as much yeah. as we do male ones, yeah. don't we? And, you know, perhaps football's got a bit of catching up to do. But in the last couple of years, it's been great. It's been great. I mean, the World Cup last year was absolutely amazing the coverage that got and the effect that had in the country, I couldn't believe it. Like, yeah. as that's what, as a girl, I dreamt of. Yeah. And just seeing it sort of roll out, it's absolutely incredible. And the impact that that's going to have on little girls now. Oh, I know. So, you know, the girls that are like what you were 15 years ago, seeing that, it yeah. just makes it all the more yeah. possible, doesn't it? Definitely. And it makes me think, like, where could I have got to if I'd have had that, yeah. you know, when I was younger? And <laughs> it's great seeing girls, you know, because I had Gerard on the back of my top. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's great to have, you know, girls actually wearing, like, Lucy 
runs or, yeah. or step hot in. Yeah. It's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. So let's talk to you a bit more with you, Jane. Do you think that your business it is an example of what it looks like when we sort of champion women and women champion each other? Because I think that's what you've been able to do in terms of the team that you've built. Yeah, absolutely. We champion women in all in all areas of beer. So women who are making beer, mm-hmm. women who are selling beer, women who are drinking beer. And yeah, we believe that the industry, in fact, every industry can only be made better by having a wider diversity yeah. in it. I agree. Well, you don't need to sell that to me. I'm I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think it's helpful for the next generation of female brewers to have somebody like you to look up to? Yeah, it's vital. Women generally excel at supporting other women and we want to have those women mm. and we want to be those women. Yeah. So who's inspired you? So actually out of the beer industry, I love the story of Catherine Switzer. She ran the Boston Marathon in the 60s dressed as a man at a wow. time when it was actually illegal for women to race, wow. run in marathons. And um, she was actually manhandled off the course at one point by one of the uh, race marshals. And she still finished the race in four hours and 20 minutes. Good for her. And um, I just think that she is an excellent example of yeah. kind of challenging. The status kind of, quo. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and she went on to campaign for women to be allowed to race. I just think she's a really inspiring yeah. woman that she just had the guts and she just... She, she said not? that she just wanted to race and yeah. that's why she did it. And, Good for her. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, Which that. feeds back into what you've been talking about, Grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we need to fight to give girls these opportunities mm. to, to be in sport, especially at the moment, you know, with well-being and, and mental health problems and obesity. I think we need to be encouraging more girls to be active. Active, yeah. yeah. And it, it's not about being a, a professional sports person it's just about you know having fun with your friends yeah and moving your body yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and getting into that habit because obviously yeah. the earlier you start the better yeah, yeah yeah I think that's why I've continued to carry on playing because I I was actually roped into it from as early as I can remember <laughs> yeah but it's, it's paid off it's paid off yeah so what are some of the challenges you've come up against I think initially like I just had this idea and I had zero background in business and mm-hmm. how do I even find a t-shirt how do I print on a t-shirt did you have any money no <laughs> I literally got a bit of money together used my student loan <laughs> really but yeah I had a few couple grand from my student loan saved up and I thought I'm just gonna give this a go and that was a major challenge at the beginning just sort of trying to build up that momentum and trying to find all the different pieces to put this business together but it's hard work every day. Run what's business. the website? To make? What's the URL? Uh, misskick.com. Misskick's good. You've got a good yeah, URL. Yeah, literally, yeah, as soon as I had it, right, by the domain. <laughs> <laughs> by the trademark. Literally, I had it all boxed. <laughs> and yeah. how's the business doing now? Oh, it's fantastic. Like, like I said, it, I didn't set it up for it to be this massive, huge business. I just did it because I loved football and I wanted to inspire girls. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, this is actually quite doing well and it blows my mind yeah. even still to this day and we have loads of different products now and obviously we've got the coaching coming along and yeah it's fantastic I love that I get to do this every day of my life and it's hard and it takes up a lot of time but it's so rewarding and how do people find out about you mostly through our social media so okay. all our social media is at Miss Kick so you're very active on oh, Insta that is like that. another job in itself it's though. a job <laughs> oh it's a full time job it is trying to just <laughs> keep up with that yeah <laughs> so for you Jane what have been some of your challenges and how do you stay motivated the main challenge I've come up against is just the juggle it's yeah. um, you know juggling 
childcare, yeah. family life, business life, and actually something that is not talked about very much in the industry is actually the challenges of being a parent working in the industry, whether you're a mother or a father. It's an industry which revolves a lot around kind of evening events and, and, and drinking. And nightlife, yeah. yeah, of course. Um, and so trying to kind of stay involved and current and participate in industry events and things is is really is really challenging. Yeah, totally. And maybe actually the wonderful thing about having somebody like you is you're showing there's a new model that actually you don't have to be out partying and all the things that are associated with this business. Actually, you can do it completely differently. Absolutely, so, yeah. yeah. And there is a new type of beer drinker, which is not about drinking lots and lots of beer. It's about drinking kind of small amounts of really good interesting, good quality yeah. beer. And enjoying in the way that people drink wine. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And and combining it with food and things like that. So yeah. What's your favourite beer out of all the ones you've made? Um we made a brute pale ale with champagne yeast. Ooh. Um which was harsh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very beautiful beer. Mm. Yeah. Has that been a good seller? It's been a great seller, yeah. I bet, yeah, champagne beer. Yeah. Yeah. Where where do you sell your beer? We sell a lot in pubs. And restaurants, yeah. we sell mostly keg beers to pubs and cans to restaurants. Cool. And Are you in the, the supermarkets and stuff yet? We, we had a six-month listing in Tesco's. Oh. Um, yeah, which went really well as That's well. So. That's great. Yeah. Good for <laughs> you. And so I would say the next question really is about men. You're both in very male-dominated industries, as we've discussed. How can men be allies and how can they support more women in the industries that you're in? I think with football, it's still got a long way to go. So I think we need to appreciate that, you know, clubs, men's clubs in particular, aren't going to see that return on investment straight away. Okay. I think they need to be patient yep. and not see women's football as a burden and something that they should do, yeah. but do you actually want to help? Yes. And, you know, I think that from a football perspective, I think that's what men and these bigger clubs and people sitting on these boards need to realise and appreciate that it's a long-term thing. It's yeah. not a short-term Okay. Fix. In the way that it was with men, men's exactly. football. It's yeah. like with anything. It you, you, you take a child at seven or eight, you yeah. know you're not going to get the return until they're 16, 17, 18, exactly. isn't yeah. it? So, yeah. yeah, how is this any different? Exactly. I think it's just patience and time and just mm -hmm. belief that men's football is so saturated. Like, the next big sort of income can be women's football and people yeah. need to see that, I yeah. think. I agree. Yeah. In beer, I think it's about being creative about how you recruit people hmm. rather than just posting jobs onto the kind of industry job boards and expecting women to find them yeah go out and try and find women with transferable skills who can bring really interesting things into your business and yep. and I think looking to train up people who are in other areas of your business into more production side which is where there are very few women working because hmm. really the people who are in the business are already passionate about your brand. And I think if you want to get more women working in B, you need to think about how, how you can get them in, offering flexible working. Yeah, all like the that. things that will be beneficial. Absolutely. To, particularly to working mothers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. So, Grace, can you talk more about the foundation and exactly what it does? Yeah, so right from the very beginning, I wanted Miss Kick to be more than just a clothing brand. I actually wanted to utilise it as a way to generate some money to make an impact. So growing up, our girls' teams, we struggled. And I thought, what can I do to sort of give back and, and make this better for the girls? And 
So our foundation, it's all about giving girls free opportunities to play. So we go into schools and we give primary school girls free opportunities just to try football in a safe environment. And that's all fully funded through a donation from our T-shirts that we sell. That's brilliant. And so, and how often do you go into schools to do this? We try and do it regularly. We try and do it at least once a month. Um, Yeah. And we do other, we'll invest in like footballs and training equipment for Mm -hmm. local teams. So we've bought some equipment and things as well. Brilliant. And is that all in the Liverpool area at the moment? Mostly in the northwest. In the yeah. northwest. Okay. Yeah. But as you expand, it will go yeah, that, national. That's and the, then international. <laughs> yes, that's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I want Miss Kick all over the country have like little satellite regions, and we'd be having given even female coaches opportunities to go and deliver these coaching sessions. And what well. else do you want Miss Kick to make? Will you go into Everything. other things? Yeah, hopefully, I want. A big goal for me is to maybe focus more around the training aspect of the clothing. So female fitted clothing, female fitted specifically for football as well. That'd be great. Okay, brilliant. And Jane, let's talk about the future aspirations of mothership. What do you want the brand to become? We are hoping to open a um, kind of micro brew pub this year, um, which will also be a community space, hopefully in Peckham, um, where we're based. And very trendy in Peckham now. Very trendy yeah. in Peckham, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we want it to be a space where people can come to from whatever background and be inspired to enjoy beer and be involved in the industry. How lovely. Brilliant. And, and how long do you think that'll take? We're hoping to open it by the end of this year. By the end of this year. Brilliant. Well, I look forward to popping down. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. So what key advice, this is to both of you, have you got for other young women uh, wanting to challenge stereotypes in their industries? I think just be yourself, like be authentic and stand up. Like don't be afraid to stand up if you see something you don't like or something that you want to change about the world and about a stereotype. Like just don't be afraid to be that person that has to do it because what I've found with Miss Kick is be standing up has made other girls sort of joining this movement that I've created and and I think the more people who start to do that it's only gonna change the world and make it a better place okay yeah for us it's about taking a positive stance on the issues that we see as well it's about kind of seeking to educate and inspire rather than to condemn yeah um so we we aim to be really positive in our, in our messaging mm-hmm. and and that that gets a really good response from both men and women in yeah. the industry Brilliant. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you both today. We are nearly out of time. Uh, But one thing I ask every guest on this podcast is, who is your champion? So if you could pick one person or story that you think of as your champion, who and what would it be? Grace? Okay, so my champion has got to be my mentor and advisor, um, Alan Horridge. So he is the former owner of Bench, the fashion brand. So he has literally helped me from day one. I just sent him an email telling him my ideas and he's still here with me two years later and we meet every week and he's been influential and great with me in sort of bringing me on and pushing me forward. So yeah, Alan is my champion. Okay, go Alan. (laughs) Our champion is an amazing woman called Jen Merrick. She's ex-head brewer at Beavertown and now has been an amazing support to us. Fantastic. Well, thank you both. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Good luck with your businesses and keep on breaking those barriers. We need you, particularly for the next generation. (laughs) So that's all from this show. To find out more about how NatWest supports female-led businesses, just search NatWest Women in Business online. Goodbye. Goodbye.